Okay, here we go. Here we go. Hello, and uh, Nikolai, thank you uh, so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for joining me for, for this podcast conversation. Um, like I said before, it's an absolute like honour and pleasure to have you on board. So um, I suppose, where do we start? Where do we start? I was thinking, going to just start from the, gonna initially from the beginning. So could you maybe give us a quick introduction into what kind of life for Nikolai and, and your family, family kind of look like maybe seven days or 10 days ago? Um, and then, well, we can kind of take it from there, I suppose. Okay, man. So first of all, I am really excited that I am here. Thank you a lot for your support because, guys, I messaged this guy and then I think right now we are something like best friends because right now um, uh, this kind man allows me to introduce myself, my family in, into in this difficult situation and not only in life of my family but also in whole life of Ukraine. So right now I'm thinking I'm going to speak from um, let's say coaches who lost their jobs so here we are let's go so uh, my my life is looks like before and and after and there is something here in between where we hiding when we hear some silence and etc so let's say um, um you know um i think this podcast will will be quite long and i really like to talk to good people so <laughs> guys grab your tea and listen to us so First of all, I want you to mention that uh, during last uh, five years, I was working as a personal trainer at the gym in at Dnipro. I was working, it was really cool. I like to see how people became stronger, how they make huge PR. So uh, my approach um, was different in terms of approaching in Ukraine. So in Ukraine, by let's say strength training, we mean like dumbbells, like three or five kg, but for mice, point of view strength training looks like a progressive overload so if you manage to survive under the bench press probably you can eight two and five kg and then i found myself in very interesting circumstances when um, my one-on-one coaching clients was like i was one and there was like four or five people at the same time and i was like jesus christ it looks like i'm going really mad i and um also, the quality of workouts I seen get a little bit worse in terms of communication. But in terms of execution, my people do exactly what they need to do in order for them to achieve X goal. And then uh, I finished PM, and I was like, "Hmm, what shall I do? Maybe I maybe I'm interested in let's say more like human to human connection, troubleshooting, and maybe nutritional issues rather than just three sets by ten reps." And then, and then uh, four days ago. I was with my wife. We, by, by, by the way, had not even had wedding due to this fucking time. So I was with my wife. We were sleeping peacefully. The, the day before, I, with my friends, we were, um, we were at the bar. We were enjoying lives. And then, four days ago, those fucking war began. We were woke up due to the sirens. And I managed to take my wife, took her to her mom's house, and then we were there. For one day, we were hiding. We didn't sleep at night because uh, we might not hear the sirens. And then, the next day, we decided that right now we have to move on. We have to move on to some safer place. Then, I don't know even how, man, but we managed to find two victims. 
two vehicles who allowed us to come. So I grab uh, my wife, I grab her mom, I grab our little cat. By the way, this little cat, uh, her name is Milka, and she got like 200,000 followers on uh, TikTok. You can Google it, something like new meme cat. Yeah, so it's now Milka. And so we were driving like 1,000 kilometers for 10 hours. It was like, whoa, really quick journey. And then I realized that, oh my fucking God, this stuff is, this stuff is real. Yeah. So uh, then uh, we were at, at the hotel and um, people from the hotel say that, guys, you are cool, but we are going to close the hotel due to the crisis issue. So I'm sorry, you should leave. And I don't even know how, but then I managed the situation. I find some guy who came to us. So right now here, we are somewhere in the West Ukraine, in some village. Uh, some kind man gave us his second house, food, shelter, clothes, because all his family is abroad and he's alone in Ukraine. And so I think for some period of time, we became like one family. Uh, and so it was crucial, like human-to-human -human connection. So here we are in west of Ukraine, uh, Carpathian mountains, rivers, forest, and the war behind us. I mean, I, I'm sorry, war on, on the east. Also, we had left our friends, our relatives, my parents, and etc. So here we are, here we go. And also, I wanted to find some, let's say, physical job here. It doesn't really matter in order for me to provide for my family. But in this village, people, I, I don't even know if they use any currency or not because they are working it like in barter. So eggs for some labor or meat for some labor. So it's really funny. And I didn't know what to do. But then my wife, she said, uh, you can access to precision nutrition. Write, write them down. Also, write the order of men and some, let's say, big media in order for, for people to see your cry of help. So I managed it. I got lots of responses. And due to those responses, I got uh, from free studying for precision nutrition for a period of time, free mentorship from beyond macros. And also right, right now, like with you, Clement, I, I am talking and then I think in, in, let's say, in a long run, I will gain some clients because all coaches like me right now lose to their clients in Ukraine due to the fact that we are, yeah, are in crisis, we are in war. And so people need addition right now from their health, their, their surviving. So they send all the donations, all the money to the Ukrainian army. And it's good, but also we need something to eat. So that's why I am here. That's why we're looking for. I'm going to describe every every piece of experience that we faced with my wife. And also, I wanted to share that when we were driven, we were in two vehicles. My wife was in Toyota Land Cruiser, and I was in Hyundai Sonata. So you can you can see that she was far away from me, well, let's say 50 kilometers, and I was above, and I was from the behind. And so it was really scary, especially when the bombs started to drop. It was like 40 kilometers from us, but I could, could see it. And our drivers, it was, this girl, this girl was really nuts. But anyway, we managed to survive. We are here. So uh, right now, in the middle of the war, I am I with my fa family in some village. I don't even know the name of this village. Uh, I got only my laptop internet connection, passion for coaching, and that's basically all.
Wow. What a, what an introduction, Nikolai. Um, I think just, just one, uh, like the first kind of big comment I, I just wanted to make kind of hearing all of this in, in our conversation yesterday as well. Um, through all of this, through kind of the, that entire journey over the last seven to 10 days, um, and kind of the the big struggles uh, you've kind of gone through so far, you've still I don't I don't know if you notice or you realise, but you still managed for all of this to kind of put other people the the passion for coaching, um, trying to kind of help others and trying to move others forward, still in such a huge thing, uh, and I think that's I think that's one of the, the most incredible things that you you're going through like kind of. Um, so much but the big goal is almost like okay i've got to kind of make sure i can me and my kind of wife can survive but at the same time i really want to help others and i think that's like truly remarkable um on that like uh, just a bit of a, of a of a question on that just kind of something that comes to mind do you feel like setting yourself these kind of goals setting yourself these goals of like wanting to to kind of help others and then get the coaching side of things moving forward and um like help to kind of like you mentioned help the the army and donate uh to that side of things as well do you feel like that's kind of almost helping you manage that like kind of i suppose maybe mentally the situation a little bit better in terms of just saying okay i can actually control some things even if it's like kind of like not massive does that potentially help at all or it's just, yeah yeah yeah, man. So, uh, if we're talking about, let's say, dimensions of deep health of precision nutrition, f- first of all, during this conversation, I manage my emotion because my anger and, uh, let's say, anxiety and other emotions rising up. And I, during my speech, I help them to transfer into the world in order for people to see what is going on here right now. And also, if you're talking about, let's say, cognitive health and the set, during these conversations, people usually let's say make some positive things about situation and then i double check those positive things and when i catch up let's say some negative negative thoughts are going me down i make myself going up because i can't go down because my family relies on on me so it's it's, it's crucial important and also why why the heck am i going into the nutritional coaching not because if if i'm not i will be sitting in my head. I will be, let's say, catastrophizing and exaggerating all the stuff that had not happened. But when I, let's say, outside, when I make my consciousness goes outside, I can see that there are world around us. I can help people and I can make this exchange. I can help my family. I can support my family. I can support my army. So it's like in the chaos, I'm trying to find some thing that I have control, that I have impact on. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if, if you don't mind me asking, what are the kind of specifics on that? Like what are the kind of big ones that you, you are focusing on the minute then like the ones that, what are the stuff that you, you can control? Like, I know you mentioned kind of your own training, the kind of coaching and the precision nutrition side of things, like reaching out to people. Um, is there anything else I've kind of like missed out on that side or? Uh, yeah. So second one is movement. It's activity. So to, uh, so uh, guys uh, uh, 
today we had uh, had to have call with someone uh, let's say 10 hours ago but uh, i cannot do that because i was walking by my foot into the nearby town in order for me to receive some cash so uh, the whole trip was like five or six hours and then i came home i was tired and you know the most interesting fact is that i went and i binge binge because food make me feel it's a little bit comfortable some sort of positive emotion but then i manage it I accept it. Uh, and then I try to exercise. I bought a bread cutter book, strength training, with like a body weight. I know it's like it's it's optimal. It's not like for power lifting goals or strength specific goals, but it's better than nothing. So I bought this book and uh, today I track some I neck exercises. So it was basically isometric stuff, but it was better than nothing. So I did it. I did let's say totally six sets. Uh, I was tired. I know that my workout was like a mech. It wasn't even a workout. If um, if I look, let's say, from my powerlifting background, when I had, let's say, five sets of five squats, lots of bench work, lots of triceps work, pecs work, and then I did some some sort of uh, glute hemorrhages and etc. And now three, uh, six sets of neck work. Yeah, it's totally fine. I accepted it. So I'm trying to do right right now is not going for the per, per, perfectionism. Right now, I'm focusing on the real solution. I keep my expectation low. And if, and if, for example, someone gave me a workout plan and say, Nick, do this, 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 I would, I would say, no, I, I will only do this because this stuff is totally in my control. Others is, is not. So it's like movement, then it's a nutrition. And you know, the most amazing thing about building habits and skills is that they will last with you for so fucking long. Because when I, first of all, opened this fridge, I wasn't even thinking about food, but then I opened the fridge and my thoughts like was, okay, where shall we find protein? Where could we find eggs? Where can you find cheese? And this it, and I was like, hmm, sounds like precision nutrition doing this job really good. And so, hey, Hey, habits. So eating habits right now. You don't worry about making habits at all, because right now my job is to just find those supply, and and that's all. Also about eating slowly, and also I do not worry about my wife's nutrition too, because she knows what she's doing too. So uh, that's basically all. And the most important thing is like a mindset. Right now I can see that. So I got let's say ten calls for the last let's say thirty six hours, and this calls is amazing. And all people said that I am I look like a really positive person, but uh, I for myself I, I I can't look look like a positive person because right now I'm in, I'm in the middle of the war. I don't even know where am I at the But my mindset is so strong due to the fact that if my mindset is weak. I cannot help my wife, I can't help her wife, I can't manage our survivorship. So I forced my mind and I am trying not to catch up on, let's say, negative spiral. What if happens this and this? What if happens something positive and I can exaggerate from, from there? So it's like movement, nutrition, and it's always like a mindset. And always a good night of sleep, not in the bunker, not in the bunker, it's pretty good too. This is honestly honestly i'm completely kind of like speechless with with that story and kind of like like i think like when when you say the kind of positive attitude and positive mindset i think that's a a huge understatement because i think it's it it sounds absolutely bulletproof and just just on that uh, nikolai if you if you don't mind like when it kind of all first happened or 
yeah, yeah, let's let's go there. So it, it, when it first happened, when you realised you had to kind of move and, and get out and kind of normal life kind of change, um, did you have, was the mindset always the same? Was the mindset always, I can, I, I've got all of these stuff that I can control? Or was that something that you had to? No, no, man. <laughs> I was, I was, I was back full of anxiety, doubts and etc. And so before the war happened, I was thinking about, oh my God, I am poor, I live in a cool flat, living with my wife, with our cat. So um, yeah, my wife got, a, you know, um, we were gamers in the past, and so she has a really incredible PC. So I was like, oh my God, I'm so, I'm so poor, Nikolai, eating my sushi, playing my Call of Duty, and... Um, let and something like that. How can I make a smooth transition towards nutritional coaching during my warmy bed? And then three days ago, I was like, oh my God, I don't have anything. Right now, I'm living on my wife's money because my cards were, were blocked by the government. So, we, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I live on her money right, uh, right now. And I understand that I cannot do anything except of making money as an online nutritional business. So it's like two different person, one who is live in, in luxury stuff um, and then other live in nearby the forest with some, let's say, strange people outside. And I only have a laptop and internet connection and uh, I am passionate about nutritional coaching. So it's like before and after. And also, man, I had so much doubt when we write through the blog posts and, and etc. But I was so fucking tired that soldiers, they, they don't even look at me. They look through me because I got terrible eyes. I got terrible skin color and etc. I look like a death. So <laughs> it, was, it was really, really funny. And then when I managed to do it when I managed to eat something to have uh, let's say at least five hours of sleep not one or two I was pretty okay I could calm myself down and I could let's say make some huge huge decision so rest is neglected too and some people may say that oh you will sleep after no 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 guys it's it has like a cumulative effect First of all, you will feel fine and then you will feel worse, worse and worse and you wouldn't be able to make a crucial decision when you need it. Yeah, um, okay. Just, just a, uh, uh, I suppose a quick one that came to mind uh, um, kind of at the beginning, you mentioned, Nikolai, that you're, you're living off your kind of like wife's money at the minute. Why was your, why was your card blocked? Um, if you don't mind me asking, was there like anything in particular or just just what I'm really curious about. Uh, so, man, here in Ukraine, we don't walk, let, let, let's say, let's say, leg, leg, legally here. So, uh, in typical gyms environment, a client come to, to the gym and you pay 50% and you receive 50%. But here in Ukraine, things work a little bit different, differently. So, no one are willing to pay some taxes. So, here we go. And some money go in my bank account, and then they're blocked because I can explain why the heck I'm having this money. So I can explain that I'm doing coaching, but government will say, Show me your legal stuff. And I would like, uh, eh. 
yeah and I, I suppose maybe maybe like now is probably from a government standpoint as well it's probably going to be harder just because of how much they actually have going on as well um with it trying to kind of keep everything else going um i see okay so um yeah so in, in terms of just kind of coming back to it like in, in coming back to the nikolai kind of living with the the, the hot bath and the call of duty and uh, the nice apartment did you did you like honestly maybe ever think um this would happen maybe i don't know two weeks ago or three weeks ago yes man uh, beginning of yes, the year man. you you did think that would that would happen or yes man yes because you 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 know during um, um if you are working as personal trainer you can understand that you you have a huge variety of people who comes to you who trust you and etc and i was told uh, before this stuff happened, that we should move on, that we should move to the west of Ukraine, then we should move to Europe. But, but now it's like, eh, nah, Russians won't attack us, nothing happened, it's, 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 it's all okay. And uh, my wife's si sisters and her husband and their son, they managed to escape this warfare, but we are not, and this is my fault, because uh, I... I said, no, we, we, we won't go, and if something happens, I will take care of it. Yeah, I took care, but right now, my wife's life is in danger. Her mom's life is in danger. If not them, I would grab a rifle and go to war, but I can leave them. I wanted them, let's say, go to Romania or Slovakia or, or any other country. I have their friends, I have their colleagues, my coaches, but they won't be managed those difficult emotions that they're going to face. Because, let's say, we love each other and we are, like, say, tearing apart. Yeah, I know, she, she will be safe, but she will worry about me being in, in the front of the battle. So, it's like a very difficult situation for us right now. And we ask many people, let's say, what is the best possible option for us? And they say, don't divide. You are, let's say, union, like a family. I, I know that I should take, take care of you. That's why here we are. I, so it's like, you know, I, I am like little prison. I can let them go to the you, 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 Europe. They can let me go to the war. I can't, let's say, right now doing something else. So right now I am focusing on making money uh, and um, sending half of this money to Ukrainian army in order for to some, to some support. Because in, in, in order for Ukrainian, let's say, men to have war, uh, they should train. Right now, we got lots of soldiers who are really, really good at battlefield, and I will be like a piece of meat who is going to be shot. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, wow. Um, yeah, so I suppose, I suppose for you at the minute, like, like you say as well, it's just kind of like uh, I don't know if that's, I don't know if you, you have an answer on this one, or maybe, I don't know how you feel, but what are you what do you feel like do you have an idea or like a, a picture of what your your next moves or quote-unquote moves are like are you just planning on being where you're at a minute um until kind of touch words and like play to god all of these things kind of um move over i suppose or in, in kind of ukraine win um or are you looking to i don't know move over and try and move over to uh, move away from ukraine like I, I don't know if you have a, an answer to this i suppose things change all the time 
uh, yeah. So, man, uh, my next move is gonna. So, first, first of all, no men are allowed to leave Ukraine, and I totally agree with it because we as men are fighters, and fighters should protect, protect our families, and etc. So, I agree with it, and I cannot move, and I also can't um, can't let my wife go too. So. Uh, right now, my next move will be stay where am I right now? Because this place is pretty safe. And if, and if let's say the enemy cross the border of of let's say another countries where am I right now? It's like, it's like a pre uh, pre Dystrovia. Then I should take a rifle and protect my wife and her mom, mom, mom too. And if situation is totally fine, so I will do then again like calls. It's like a borrowed audience. I will find clients and I will send money as I mentioned uh, as I mentioned earlier and if you're talking about a uh, voice situation so uh, right now we are pretty damn good because Russians thought that they could uh, let's say eat us in a period of let's say 72 hours but now situation is a little bit different they are run away they are, they are afraid and those poor soldiers they don't even know where they where they are right now so people die Infrastructure is broken, econo econ economy is fucked. So right now, the best move for me and my family will be stay here, earn money, let's say rest. Because uh, when we married, I told my wife that we will have some interesting um, wedding trip. And then right now, I interpret it in this event like interesting wedding trip. So you got nature, you got river, you are, let's say, food from villages. So it's pretty awesome. So enjoy it until you can. wow yeah um yeah so so yeah like, like you say i i guess and like uh, like you say the big the, the big big priority for you at the minute the big kind of tasks and i suppose tasks i don't know if you can call them tasks is just making sure your wife your uh wife's mother i believe your your wife's family yeah yeah, yeah. um staying staying safe looking after them and then moving like i say i suppose kind of enjoy like i don't know i don't know if you can say enjoying it but just kind of um Make move from there. Let's see. Accepts <laughs> it. Um, yeah. Uh, just, uh, just one. Like, I think I don't know if, uh, for for all of like for me being on the outside, there's and I suppose certainly for a lot of the listeners on here as well, there's going to be a lot of kind of news, a lot of stuff on, on YouTube um, that kind of says particular facts and particular things like with this happening and like i don't know if you could you probably i don't know if you can speak for the majority of people and the majority of people you knew and, and work with and, and all of those things like how do they feel about all of this right now like it's probably a it's probably a question that goes without without saying i i suppose but there is certainly kind of a bit of misinformation about kind of like oh it like ukrainian people want this and want to be like and, and uh, clearly not if it's all happening but um do, do you see where i'm coming from sorry it's a bit of a long-winded amount about it uh question but um, uh, yeah so if i understood you correctly you were talking about how does ukrainian people feel uh, and also how my friends colleagues feel about the whole situation in our country yeah yeah i suppose well, how do you uh, feel about 
Yeah, Yemen. So I, I can talk from the face of my colleagues, friends and parents who stayed there. So uh, we were not expected to that to happen. We were not expected to be bombarded. And you know, the most interesting part is that the world needs to know the truth. So those bastards are now bombarded our hospitals, our kindergartens, our schools, and even churches. Man, churches. I am not a very re religious person. I am like more like agnostic, but Jesus Christ, it's like, it's like a madness. And also they're shooting for, for civils. So they, in Energodar, those bastards, I even tried to attack atomic station. So if the sink is gonna explode, all world will see second Chernobyl. They also shoot at civil people. They, they plant some grenades there. So they are totally out of control. Putin had gone really, really mad in this situation. And the saddest part it, uh, is that I don't even know how how this thing, how this thing to say, but we will be a great loss, I think, because right now we are winning and we will win this war because we are in our land, we will fight for it. And those people, they do not want to live. So Russian soldiers, they run. They make their back empty. So tanks and etc. All of this is gone. And, and man, I can say, send you pics from Kharkiv. Kharkiv is now totally destroyed. And those bastards are using also vacuum bomb. Do you know the mechanism of this va va vacuum bomb? So this stuff is like suck up all the oxygen in order for temperature to be so high and then it explodes. So this, this stuff is banned from on, but they don't even care. So right now, we are in this situation, but we managed to survive. I support all of my friends, all of my friends and all of my colleagues and my parents too. Because they, let's say, if you're talking about spectra of emotion, they are like five or four out of 10. But when we talk to, they are like eight or nine out of 10 because they believe. They believe in the world. They believe that all of these people will help us. And right now this stuff is happening too. All of country are helping us to fight this aggressor. And the most important thing is that I got friends in Russia and they are really brainwashed because when I ask, uh, man, how is going? And he said, do not even write to me. You are a Nazi. And I was like, what? We talked to you, let's say, for last three years. And he's like, you are a Nazi. I, I was say, how can you explain it? I saw this and our president is now arresting you. I sent him pics of, let's say, this destroyed Odessa, Kharkiv, Kiev, bombs, people who were killed, civilian people who were, who were, were killed. And he was like, nah, it's a Photoshop. So Russians are brainwashed. And that's, that's basically all, all men. I got, let's say, angry inside of me because I was forced and fam my family was forced to leave their houses. And here we are. Yeah, and like you say as well, I suppose one of the things that to me I, I, I can't get my head over is is how can I suppose anyone have any kind of say about being rescued like you say quote unquote he's coming to rescue you when you and the Ukrainian people are assisting here saying we don't want to be rescued we were very happy with life beforehand so how can you almost 
I don't know, how can you try and rescue someone that doesn't want to be rescued? It, yes, it and you know, they are using brute force. So people, let's say, better or tank going through, and people stand in a, a life bridge between city and them, and do not allow, and those bastards shooting at them shooting at civil people and we talk to our friends in moscow in st petersburg and etc they gather some meetings and etc in order to to make some let's say uh, unstable surfaces there and what did they do they beat old men they beat even kids because they don't even fucking care about what is going on so russian really disappoint me because my 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 Mm, second name is Sukhoi, so it's like a Russian family, and I am really ashamed of my, and also I get uh, lots of relatives in Russia, and they are afraid too. I, I experience shame due to the fact that our country is attacked, and, and uh, our, let's say, brothers, Russian, Belarusian, they did not even help us, they don't care. They do not see what is going on right now. And even when, like, even when this is kind of all over years later, I, I suppose, like, that kind of relationship that you, like you say, you had with your, with your brothers in, in Russia, could it ever be what it once was before all of this? Yeah, yeah, man, sure, sure. So um, we are all humans, we all make mistakes, but we can accept mistakes and just say, I am sorry, I am sorry for doing it. How can I, let's say, make situation better? And they said that, so I got here, here in Russia, um, my relatives are in army there. One of them is my uncle and I will even call his name out because this bastard might, might know what is going on? Привет, дядя Сережа. He was in the nice of May. He was there. He was like, he was like a man who ruled the parrot here. And this bastard did not even tell us. He did not even call my mom to tell her that Людмила, you should do something. So there was nothing else to say. So right now those people are brainwashed. And they don't even know what is going on. They are thinking that Putin is going to save Ukraine from themselves. And when I tell to him, but Dada Sereja, why the heck is going on with Kharkov? He said, it's you. It's you guys from Ukraine bombarding Ukraine. And I was like, ah, I, I get it. Yeah, um, I don't know. Do you think... Do you... Do you think that might, I, I, who am I to, to say here, but do you think that might just be because it's a, it's a country which on the outside it looks like any kind of like free speech, like the protesters in Russia, the, the free speech side of things is com- pretty much completely gone. Like, I don't know, on the outside yeah, it looks like any kind cool. of, like any kind of, anyone that says anything other against Putin or, or the kind of government just gets put in jail or gets poisoned yes they get to jail and they get <laughs> killed and but you know it's like one one person but russian it's a huge country if all of them gather if those brothers will gather 
they can change this terrible situation in their in their and in our country too. If you if you watch for if you watch news, you can see that Russians are fucked due to this all san sanctions, Apple, Google, and etc. Again, so Russia right now is one country they will not be supported by anyone else except the fucking Belarus too. So two country watches all over the world. <laughs> I think somebody gonna suffer. Yeah. Um and how like speaking of the, the two countries bit, how how did you find the the response from the rest of the world? How did you find things I don't know if you're much on, on Facebook or social media um for this period? Um but how did you find how did you find it? Was it did, did you how did you how did you find the kind of response from everyone else like do you think more could be done like do you, i don't know or like that, that uh, side of it. man so right right now i don't even i don't even knew if pen allowed me to do this post by the but they did they did allow me to do this post and i got let's say 357 likes plus and also first of all i did not use facebook ever it likes my four it's like my let's say fifth day of experience of a facebook so right now i i am in in motion i asked a lot of people and, and from a lot of people i got lots of response some guys i made live some guys even make a youtube video with me in order for us to connect to communicate about what is going on here right now in ukraine and and also to to support my family i can find people for me to coach too so i really appreciate those guys and also i appreciate my mentors, Shona, Kate, and Matthew from Beyond the Makers, because those guys are amazing. They allow me to uh, learn material for, for, for free. They allow me to grow my business too. And Precision Nutrition, they gave me a Precision Nutrition business starter in order for, for me to know how can I adjust my business on, on the fly. It's, and it's one me, one one me, and if you're talking about, let's say, for, for this, they gave to me everything. And if you're talking about every world in Ukraine, right now, every world is, is for us. They're making everything. And when they will close, let's say, sky for and Russian, will, will not destroy our schools and will not destroy our hospitals with, with, their, machine, with their planes, it, it would be great. But right now, guys are working on, on it too. <coughs> yeah um how do how, how how do you do it man like how do you I, I i can't help but kind of think if i was anywhere near in a similar situation the last thing i would be kind of so positive about and so kind of striving towards doing is 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 driving this forward and may and kind of continuing to help even others like um what are the, what are the kind of um I don't know how did you how, kind of how did you make that decision I suppose what was there a decision to be made like okay I'm going to really prioritize this and was it do you think it's potentially just maybe helping you kind of even get through the situation I think we kind of touched on it at the beginning but potentially even maybe helping you kind of have something to focus on so you're not feeling maybe those like those feelings and that energy is a lot better because you know okay, I can kind of work through stuff right now I have things to, to control with that the case or 
Yeah, man, yeah, man. it was totally the case, but uh, all this case I began from the decision. I um, read a book from John Berardi, Change Makers, and there was one sentence like ruthless priorities. And I was like, okay, so uh, in order for my focus not to be spread out everything else, I should focus on one single task. And I should not focus on outcome. I should focus on the process. So right now I am doing this amazing job. And I want it lead by example. But I don't want to shame people. Let's say, oh, oh, I can't exercise at the, my fancy gym, but Nikola ex exercises under planes. No, no, no. I do not want this shit. I want people to do whatever they want. I want them I want them be healthy. I want them stay fit. That's why I created my Facebook group in order for but those Facebook group are only for, for people who are interested in, let's say, not fancy body, but let's say functional body. Not about, let's say, how to overcome something like a breaker, but how to overcome difficult situation in life. How to find things, not only to move your fucking body, but also to move your, your family, how to make them survive, how to thrive. So uh, about this was my all, all group about. And I post this group, man, I post really garbage with this group. I saw I got like only my iPhone, so I post, so, okay, guys, good morning. We managed to, to survive. Cheers. Hashtag Ukraine. Hashtag peace. Then I go to kitchen. I did my breakfast. I recorded it. I don't even know what am I doing. I eat breakfast. I do my calls. Uh, then I go outside. I look at nature and say, oh, my God, right now I can relax and, don't know, and, do, not, and do not think about being killed. Then I return home, I do some exercising, I record those exercises, and that basically all. And people in this group could watch, let's say, my, my life during this what, what time. And uh, that's basically all. Yeah, I saw, I saw one of them. I saw quite a few of them, but I saw the one with um, the, the nutrition, and I think it, it really kind of, um, made made me smile and it made my day kind of like you mentioned like I get I'm getting my protein in I think it was one of them like you having like your laptop and having the um the eggs I think um and you're like getting my protein and I thought that's that's I think a brilliant reminder that we have so much that we can still control and like you mentioned as well like you, the big one was you don't want to kind of shame people and you don't want to kind of make people feel bad and I think that's that's insane because like um i don't know the fact that you kind of have the time to 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 think about this as well like through this period and kind of make sure the the page and the lessons in that page are still relevant to everyone else is it's quite testament to how valuable that that will be um as well so with everything we've touched on and covered um so far like was there I don't know, was there anything that you feel like we could have gone over and we could have touched on from this conversation or anything you you want people to 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 hear, I suppose? Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, it's like uh let's say two tips from twenty so I am twenty-three years old. Two tips on life from twenty-three years old guys. Sounds awesome, yeah. But guys, listen, it's really, really important and age really doesn't really matter. If you go in such, let's say, I've, I wasn't in war, our so soldiers are in war, but we are suffer too, but they suffered a lot more. And I wanted to mention that, guys, do not get 
too much attention to the past or to the future. Don't forget to enjoy the current moment. Because even if, if, even though everything it seems okay in my life and my, the life of my families, but I remember those nights where we, when we were with wife, when we were walking in parks, I hold her hand, everything was fine. But I did not, I wasn't there. I was on, I was on my phone. I was talking to my clients. I was just, oh my God, I came from work. I just want to go, go sleep. I did not, and I enjoyed it, but I wasn't there. So guys, please, you know that you should walk. You know that you should do excellency, but do not forget to stay at this moment, even for some period of time. Enjoy your family, enjoy your life, because you won't even know when it's over. And right now, I accepted it, because right now we are living on the bump. It, 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 it could explode each and every time. I accept it. I am ready. But I, I love my wife, I love her mom, I love my family. And I enjoy each and every mo moment when I have it, until I'm not. This is first tip. And the second tip is like, if you want to do something with your life, man, do it now. Because before the war happened, I was like, oh my God, how can I make, can I make a smooth transition towards nutritional coaching? But then when I forced to do so, I do it. So. If you want something to do, do not wait until war knocks on your door. Just do it. Everything will be fine. Yeah. That, wow. That's all. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So what's, what's the things that you are going to do once this is, this is all over, Nikolai? What are the kind of things that you think, okay, I now know I'm going to do this thing next. Do you, do you have that in mind? It sounds like you kind of have things yeah. in the back of your mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So first, first, first of all, I'm going to return to my parents. I'm going to hug, hug them. I'm going to return to my friends and all of our company. I will, uh, let's say, I, so they all smoke shisha. It's like a hookah or whatever like. I will go to this fucking shisha bar and I will stay with them for some period of time. Then I manage my wife and I will show her the world. It would be our good wedding trip, not this one. Wedding trip when you won't, won't be shoot. Yeah. And also I will make a huge transition towards nutritional coaching. So right now, uh, we are in war and I have each and every opportunity in order for me to coach some clients. I will work hard on it because I want my family to have a better life. I want to support our Ukrainian army. That's all. Meet friends, meet family, go with my wife to see the world for some period of time while coaching people through my lap, laptop. That's basically all. And uh, the very important advice is like, for me, most important advice was like listening to other people too. Do not cut up on your own confidence. You could be wrong. I was wrong. I could not manage myself and my wife before the war. Because I thought like, hmm, maybe I should fly to Egypt or etc. Five or six days before. But then I was like, eh, nothing gonna happen. Russian, they are our friends. Yes, they are our friends, but they are brain, brain, brainwashed. Yeah, so that's basically all, man. Wow, yeah. So when you when you say kind of like flying to, to Egypt and, and kind of like five days before, 
what what does what was that kind of feeling was it kind of just more kind of in your stomach and just feeling like i, I should probably go or was it just kind uh, of no else? no it you know man, it was like a feeling oh what if my physical job as personal trainer what about our flat what about let's say our friends relatives and etc but when the war knocked at my door i was like no ruthless priorities i could not help everyone i should focus right now on my family and then if i can i could help my friends and also my friends are there in, in dnipro and each and every day i try to find them the way out f- from them i call vehicles i call buses but they are too afraid they are afraid because those bastards can shoot them from the distance so there's that is the, the truth of how is life in ukraine man right now yeah um yeah so yeah so why why did you want to go to egypt beforehand like what was was it just because you kind of had in the back of your mind that something might happen or yeah yeah it was like something might might happen it it was the easiest way to get out from from the country because i need first first of all my mission number one is to save my wife that's all so I was like, okay, maybe I could manage it, but my self-doubt won't allow me to do so. But right now, I am a little bit smarter than I was those, those days. And I will listen not only to my little voices in my head like, no, 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 Nasipa, I will listen to each and every source of information. Then I will judge this information and then I will decide. Okay. Um if you if you don't mind like how do you know like now looking back to it for everyone else as well like how do we know which voice we should listen to and which one's just to say oh very good question man very good question (laughs) but i think the voice that have facts the voice that are let's say hmm so it's like intuitive knowing what is right. So for so it's, it's like our brain process information very quickly and it was just like aha moment. So for for example, if you go let's say with a hot dog and you see a hungry dog, probably you would take a piece of this sausage and give it to that dog. It's it's like automatically think you know what is that. And in that situation, I know that right was that I package my wife's baggage and say. Sweetie, we are going to Egypt. It will be like our, let's say, little honeymoon. Then we will return and life's going on. So it would be a very wise decision, but it doesn't really matter because here we are in the brutal reality of, of, of Ukraine. So enjoying it. Okay. So is it almost like, um, would you say it's almost like when you with food for example is it almost like kind of knowing okay i'm driving i'm going to the shop i in in the back of my head in the back of our heads we know what we should be eating we know kind of how to be intuitive and yeah all of those things but we still kind of let we still a lot of the time not even with just food but with a lot of things we just still kind of go with i don't know what's most convenient or what we kind of want but deep down we 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 know it's not the right thing i don't know how yeah yeah so it's like it's like it's like a beauty and scarcity at the same time of like human complexity due to the biopsychosocial model from precision nutrition we can see that 
stuff is really complicated and say even our hunger satiety and appetite are three different things that are working simultaneously against and for each other so uh, and uh, this analogy i think is really good let's say for my decision making five or six days ago i know that this is gonna be right but i was afraid i was afraid that i would lose my job i was afraid that i will be uh, with my wife in foreign country but pro from the other side i lost my job now with my wife and her mom we are in let's say a friendly isolation ter territory and we're just waiting we're just waiting and uh, trying to survive so scenarios as you say but in egypt we won't be shoot we won't be bombarded and here who knows <laughs> um yeah so so it's it, like you say so you you kind of you kind of knew even back then like if you didn't it's only because I'm trying to kind of figure out how we can maybe kind of apply it for, for ourselves. It's almost like you kind of like at the beginning first, maybe five minutes, five seconds, really kind of real initial period, you kind of like knew what was the right thing. I, not not that there is a right thing to do, but um, I suppose you kind of felt like that was the right thing to do. And then the self-doubts about work and stuff kind of came in later on, I suppose, as well. Yes. It was just as you described. So it's right to do, but there was like doubt. Then I got got caught up in, let's say, rational, in uh, rationalizing stuff. So I become uh, very un analytical, but not in the right di direction for my safety, let, let's say. And so... Yeah, and it's really weird because I'm, I, I'm not saying this is like a right or wrong way to do it because I think I'm exactly the same in terms of like just thinking about things too much and i suppose mm -hmm. it's weird it's a, it's a really weird one some some situations like you say um it might work out better some situation you never know i suppose as well like with with how things unfold um so with with where you're at now and with the 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 russian the, the russian people so uh, if there's anyone on here listening from from Russia, um, or is Russian like how like would would there be anything that you would like to to say or anything that you would like to kind of maybe share and just kind of I suppose kind of the conversation and story so far has been plenty, but yeah. if there's anything, yeah, uh, yeah, and I, and I and I will speak Russian. I I won't swear. I just say, okay, yeah, go for it, друзья, пожалуйста. Посмотрите внимательно то, что происходит. У вас сейчас происходит полная дезинформация, и вы не понимаете, что сейчас творите. Ваши солдаты приходят, и брат идет на брата украинца, идут на русских, и к этому еще пиздецу подключается белорусы. Пожалуйста, посмотрите источники извне, потому что сейчас вы находитесь в новостном куполе Путина вместе с его идеологией. То есть, почему вы, например, считаете, что на вас наложили санкции? Это не просто так потому что этот злодей сейчас пытается залезть вам в головы. И дальше будет только хуже. Пожалуйста, ребята, прекратите эту всю херню. Вы можете это сделать. Мы в 2014 году это сделали. Выходите и митинговать. Да, страшно получить поебалу дубинкой, но страшнее также нашим солдатам сидеть и... Ну, то есть, им не страшно сидеть, они 
целиком готовы потому что мы на своей территории, но все равно страшнее, по-моему, много сидеть в окопе с пулями, чем получить по ебальнику дубинкой. Выходите, вы сила, вместе вы сила. По одному, да, они вас расквасят, но вместе вы силой сможете свергнуть этого тирана. So, just say it. Thank you a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Uh, okay. Um, I'd, I'd love to connect. <laughs> um, perfect. So, yeah. Um, okay. And with, like, like I, I know you kind of mentioned, like, the, the huge, huge support, but, like, for, for everyone else, like how for how much more or where else can how can we help now like i um i know there's been kind of things like in in england there's been protests and and kind of just voice a lot of people do voice their opinions on, on social media and on facebook um for and in, in, in support of ukraine um what do you feel like is there anything in particular that you feel like we should be specifically uh, yeah. pushing towards i know kind yeah. of some people And we, they took away the SWIFT banking and, and all of those things. Like, is there any, any kind of further restrictions or anything like that? You uh, we... um, I think man, the best possible scenario is just like talk to Russian people. Knock at their, let's say, mails, etc. and describe them situation, but not to make them, let's say, shame. They are not... It is not their fault. It is fault of fucking Putin with his propaganda. And, and, and you know, man, the most interesting thing about, let's say, being surrounded by propaganda. Because right now I am in a Ukrainian-speaking country and I did not even know its truth. I didn't even know the word of our national song. But when I was walking at the town, I caught myself singing this song. So you, you get it, it's like five hours. And then being under the Putin's foot for, let's say, periods of 10 years plus, they are brainwashed knock at their door and talk gently, explain them that they are in our territory, they are fighting against our soldiers, they are dying. And the most interesting fact is that Putin are hiding those facts. So all of these dead soldiers, all of these непобедимые чеченцы are dead. And they are sent to Belarus in order them to be fired. So, no, so... This, this guy is very smart, but he is alone against all the world. So if you guys can spread this message or interview me again until I alive, <laughs> do, do this, please. Because right now it's really important. It's really important to knock at Russia's mind and say, guys, you are being brainwashed. Look it out. You can manage it. You can destroy your tyrant and you can help Russia help Ukraine, help the world to be a better place. Because right now, man, right now, most of my, most of my followers, they hate Russian. No, they hate not only Russia, but also Russian people. Because, and Russian people hate them back because they do not understand what is going on. Why the heck, let's say, I talk to one girl from Russia and she said, I cannot go to Paris, why? Because your president is moron who are now destroying our country. That, that's why. That is the price. And she didn't get it. She said like, but I thought he is going to help your country. Yeah, by destroying our culture. <laughs> good, good move, man. Good, good move. Yeah. And the second option is like, 
guys, uh, from all the world, you can support coaches like me. How? You can just like interview us, spread the word around us, and we talk about our unique proposition. We will gain clients. We, you will support our families because we'll have some food on, on, on the table in order for our family to serve. But also, we will donate some amount to the army, not some amount, half amount to the, our army. So make a world better place. And I know the world will be better place. It is now better place because until the war, I didn't have so many calls, dude. But I am in, no, I was like in Russian business for like five years. But if, if you talk about internationally, I have been there for like four, four days and I got huge connections. I was interviewed by 10 different people. So it's really awesome. It's really great to see good people around you. Absolutely, and then it it just sounds kind of extremely frustrating, I suppose, from a from a Russian standpoint. Because I would like from from what I've heard from you today as well, as well like I'd imagine it's probably going to be very hard with the propaganda side of things for for the Russian people to actually see the reality of what's actually happening in Ukraine, the real interviews, the real conversations, the real pictures of what's actually happening is probably just going to be the russian flag um being waved and like looking like everything is amazing and how bad yeah. everyone else is um yeah um okay okay um cool so yeah i can't really i think this is almost like covered it all um yeah okay okay nicole, nicole so with with this in mind and with everything we've covered um today um i know you've touched on it briefly but for for the people that want to help out a little bit more and want to see all these amazing say amazing all of these kind of insightful behind the scenes the real reality of nikolai and the people in ukraine's life um what's the absolute best place for them to go what's the next step for them to take to to see more of you um uh, to support you as well uh, yeah playman so thank you a lot for this opportunity it's like my facebook page you can uh, please uh, yes. let's say plug that in and also it's like my paid facebook group uh it's not paid it's like let's say closed pay, fa facebook group i will uh, I, I will meet you in this group too, so people can join this group and uh, and join me to see what is going on. And also, guys, right now, as you, as you might see, I got lots of free time. So I want to coach people and I want to coach them in a very unique way. It's, it's called like VIP experience coaching because my goal number one is to make your life easier. So uh, I will tell, let's say, Mm, with more nuances is in my in my video which i will post tomorrow in this facebook group but for right now plumbing will make link below to my fa facebook page and to my facebook group so yeah it's basically all uh, guys uh, stay safe uh, and don't be caught up in future or yesterday Be in this moment too. Uh, it's it sounds like uh, sounds like a sirens. Okay, man. So I sh I I should go. Yeah, thank you a lot. Yes, yes, Nikolai. Thank you so much um for your time today. It's 
an okay, absolute honor so- to have you on your positivity. Um, we'll catch up soon. I will stop the recording.